Welcome to the show, of course, Seth Emerson from The Athletic joining us here. Cozy confines at SEC Media Days here in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, a lot of people here. Um, do appreciate you joining us, though. We're here uh, recapping sort of Georgia Day, and uh, I'm just curious. I, I w- Was Kirby as expected? It seems like he came in a little bit calmer than mm-hmm. I thought, or, or is that am I picking up the wrong vibe? What did you think of, of Kirby based on expectations? I think his vibe, his demeanor was pretty much exactly the same for every year he's been here, except his very first year when he was a little more inexperienced at it, a little more nervous. Um, you know, this year... He had a plan. Uh, I know with all the off-season stuff, uh, he, he was ready for those questions. He got less than I think he expected. <laughs> um, but part of that was I, I, I'm not sure how many people realize because I think a lot of people are on vacation over the summer. I was last week, so I missed this. But Kirby did do a deal with uh, mainly local media last week in Athens to go over recent stories and to answer that so wasn't particularly happy at that press conference no I but like I said I wasn't there but he he also wasn't alone like the AD the associate AD the legal counsel uh, someone else at the university they were all there they were it was kind of a massive show of force Um, this time it was Kirby and the players with a chance to talk about it and you know I I mean I asked the players a lot of the questions um, but Otherwise, I didn't hear many. It, it didn't seem a dominant theme. Yeah, um, it's it's it, SEC media days is kind of a weird environment for those kind of questions yeah. too. Like Hugh Freeze probably got through relatively unscathed on Tuesday as well because he also hasn't had anything new. Like he he has right. not DM'd any uh, coeds recently. So <laughs> no 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 assault victims uh, right. being reached out to by Hugh Freeze. Yes, no, you're right. Um, I, I guess what again I've asked you this before. But I'd like it for this audience. Just what, what is the right way to think about what Georgia is dealing with? Because we can talk personnel all day. We know mm-hmm. what they have personnel-wise. They're the best team in the country. Mm-hmm. They got a couple of questions here and there, but like largely the best team in America. It, there is noise around the speeding thing. It seems like they still cannot get a grip on it and cannot get a hold on it. it Kirby is in control of their scholarships and playing time, though. That is a thing yeah. that head coach is in charge of. And then there's all this other stuff that's sort of happening as well. Like, what what is the right way for us to view Kirby, the the, the players, the behavior, the roles, the situation? What how are we supposed to view it? I I would view it in terms of they, like you said, you have they have to get the speeding under control. Um, the only one they had recently was a guy who got a speeding ticket, not a full fledged you know arrest for it. Uh, not that they should be rewarded for they have not right. had a speeding arrest in a certain <laughs> amount of time, but I honestly think that's all that's really there. Uh, there there's been attempts to do some other stuff, and I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get in between you know, another media outlet versus sure. the university, but I think a lot of people know what's been happening there. Um, yeah, it's about the speeding stuff, and, and they need to get that under wraps, and the players said that today, and... I actually did ask them because I wondered if after last year's like everyone's predicting us to go seven and five stuff, which was a little, you know, Nolan Smith was the one who said that and kind of made it up. But Kirby did also make some other stuff up. Like no one was predicting us to make the playoff and like everyone showed their receipts. (laughs) Let's say actually I did. But I I wondered whether this year's kind of fuel would be the culture stuff. As in, we're going to show you how good our culture is by right. going 15-0 and 0 again. And maybe we'll find out later that they did use it. But in talking to the players today, 
they said it was not that. Now maybe that's because they were trying to strike the right tone. Uh, right. You know, right. you had you had two people die in the off season, and, and you don't want to. You can't be come seen. off as insensitive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I wondered whether it had reached like such a point where they were, you know, mad about it because it was their teammates who died, and there there is I know there is this perception from within the program that like, hey, wait a minute, there were they were our family members which what they call fellow members of the, sure. the team and staff. Um, we were the ones who went to their funerals and have been dealing with this and everything, and we're the ones being attacked for our culture, and et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, but no, they're so not. That's a fine needle to thread. Yes, uh, okay. yes. So I think they're avoiding that, and they're just saying that we need to get the speeding stuff under control. So I, I, somebody asked me for a hot take, uh, which is, of course, the best question on, on Radio Row ever. Um, and I think my hottest take is, like, Georgia won't win the national championship or it's, it's they not lose twice. Outlandish. Like, they lose once in the regular season. My, my question is, what is the reason if mm-hmm. they were to lose? Cause, and I don't want the – it's Georgia's the only one that could beat Georgia because I, I know that's probably true. But is there, a, is there anything on the team, on the roster, that you can point to and say mm-hmm. that could be the reason why – Lane Kiffin has an elite game plan on a November yeah. day before, or Josh Heupel and Joe, Joe Milton are yeah. great, or all their yeah. toughest games are at home except for, like, one or two toughest games loose term mm-hmm. there. What is the actual personnel reason why they lose a regular season game? And I'll, and then we'll get to the playoff in a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you mentioned two games that potentially could scare them. What if Florida's better than everyone's expecting? I don't think they will be, but what if they are? What if South Carolina's really good? That game's in Georgia. Um like, you know, there's always those. But if you just take it aside and let's say everyone's as good as you expect, uh, the game in Tennessee is the one that I circle on my calendar, except I wonder if last year showed us that Kirby has Tennessee's number. He knows how to solve that that defense. He, you, you make them one-dimensional and they can't beat you on offense. That brings me to where Georgia could be vulnerable. What if their run defense, Georgia's run defense, is not as dominant as it's been? Like the last, I think, four years, Georgia's been top three nationally in run defense. Because Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter? And, you mean those guys? And Devontae Wyatt <laughs> right. and Trayvon Walker. And they still have really good defensive linemen. But like Michael Williams is the name people are going to learn this year. And there, there's still some other veteran guys, but it's not Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis. He's at an this elite point. pass rusher. He's so, not the, yeah. So yeah. what if the run defense takes a slight step back and that makes them a little bit more vulnerable, for instance, to a Tennessee or even an Ole Miss. Um, and then in the other side of the ball, you know, I, everything I've heard about Carson Beck and he's going into his fourth year, uh, like he, he's, he, he knows the system, he knows the offense, uh, you know, he, he's, he's gotten experience in, you know, drips and drabs. But what if the factors that kept him from beating out Stetson Bennett when there was an opening right. in 2021, what if they manifest themselves on the field? What if he just can't perform when the lights are on, the game is in doubt? Well, they'll, I mean, Auburn's the first road game he would have in his, on his schedule, which is not an easy game. Mm-hmm layers there right certainly I think what's more interesting is does the regular season prepare Carson Beck yeah. for the situation that he could face let's say LSU is elite mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'm not sure I'm there yet but let's say hypothetically and what I what I find myself doing is looking at college football broadly and trying to find the teams that have the formula mm-hmm. what is the formula is it 
the Ohio State Buckeyes from last year with an elite quarterback, yeah. lots of elite weapons, pretty good pass rush, mm-hmm. and, 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 and NFL talent that can get into a shootout. I think Penn State has line talent. Quarterback's mm-hmm. a question. Ohio State could probably do it with their receivers. Mm-hmm. Quarterback's a question. LSU, I think, got, has some of the pieces you want, yeah. uh, but we saw how far they were from last year's team. Florida State's a dangerous one for me. I just don't know who in the SEC has that formula. Is, is there Are there teams around the country that you think have the formula? Or, better yet, what is the formula? Well, if Alabama finds a quarterback this year, I think they have the formula. Uh, you mentioned Ohio State. Uh, they've got to, you know, not take a big step back at quarterback, but they've got that receiver. Uh, and three other ones. <laughs> yes. Um, and they've just got talent. And I think it's yeah. teams with talent. You know, I mean, there may be an odd night when a Missouri gives a Georgia trouble, but mostly the teams that scare them are the other teams with talent. And going into the playoff last year, I can tell you Georgia people, like fans, people within the program, said we do not want Alabama sneaking into the playoff. Oh, and then sure. they also said we do not want to face Ohio State if we don't have to until the championship. And I remember talking to Ohio State media members who were coming off them backing into the playoff, you know, getting spanked by Michigan, and they're seeing Georgia as this juggernaut and saying, there's, there's no chance that, like, Ohio State can beat Georgia. And I was telling them, the Ohio State writers, yes, there's a chance Ohio State can beat Georgia because <laughs> right. they and Alabama are the only two teams that can stack up with Georgia talent-wise. Right. And we saw they nearly did. I, I think USC has the formula – I think things would have to break incredibly well for them, but a one-four matchup through a sieve on the defense. It's yeah, just yeah, it yeah. would be a I, very I entertaining matchup, but it, it it seems like it would almost go like last year's Utah USC Pac-12 championship game, where it'd be exciting for a little bit, and then somewhere around late the third quarter, Georgia would just well and pour it on. For you SEC fans that don't know that, basically USC's taken an entire portal defense and fi- fix their front fix their including front seven, one of georgia's including bear players, uh, yeah. that's right and so they've got a lot more talent on defense alex grinch is the coordinator it's more about just can they just keep scoring on georgia be- like the way bryce young maybe did in the championship game two years ago but again even then that to me at best that is a one four playoff matchup in which georgia wins the game so I guess the the next question about the formula is, is a team like Michigan, which is the exact Mm. same formula as Georgia, but doesn't have the dudes. I don't know who else there is. We we saw it. We saw that in the orange. I mean, I don't know. You you can't decide two seasons apart, but I I said going into that orange bowl, Georgia's going to win that game fairly easily. And because Michigan was mini Georgia and you can't beat Georgia built the same way without the same talent. Um, but, I, I mean, Georgia may not get out of the SEC. They could lose to Tennessee. They, they could, and 11-1, and, and, and it could even be 10-2. Crazier things have happened. You know, you could have a Missouri-like game where they finally lose. And it sounds like you've been on Broadway too long. You know, whenever you're close to a team, as in covering the team, you see the flaws more. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, I could definitely see it. Hot take, Georgia will not win the national championship. I'd, 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 I'd give you <laughs> odds that Georgia will win the national championship and three-peat, 40%. So it's not a hot take. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's the second loss is that they lose once in the regular season and then don't win the championship. Is yes. That second loss, I think, is what makes it a little spicy. Uh, a little spicy. The, and, but the loss at the wrong time. I mean, if, they, if, that, if Ohio State makes that field goal, we're not talking yep. about that. And that 
was all it took. And I think Georgia could easily lose to a team like that. They could easily lose to Alabama or LSU in the SEC championship. There's there's, there's a lot of – That's why we play the games. Like mean? I said, yeah, <laughs> that's why I say 40%. No, I, I agree. And, again, they have more questions and more things around the program today than they had at any point over the last two seasons. They have less experience on both sides mm-hmm. of the ball, minus maybe the receiving core this year is far better than maybe anything they've had in the last yeah. couple of seasons. But – uh, on paper, and I'd say this, this is why Kirby, I think, didn't play the disrespect card. Not not only just sort of the the optics of it, I think, to your point about the, the Also, we realized he can't do it anymore. Right. Like, yeah. they are the best, I I, you know, they are the best offensive line in America, the best receiving core in America, the best defensive line in America, the best secondary mm-hmm. in America. Like, it, there's no one else yeah. that's better than them right now. So, um, all right. Thank you so much. Uh, I don't, unless you've got, you got anything else to add about the Georgia schedule, uh, about the, are you picking LSU or Bama in the West? in your ballot coming up at the end of the week? I probably will continue to pick Alabama for everything other than maybe against Georgia, although even then it's just too much, too many years of – he's got too much credibility, Saban does. I tend to agree. LSU's the more complete team today. The question is – Definitely have the better quarterback. Are they the more complete team the first week in November in Tuscaloosa? Right. That's a very different question. Yeah. We shall see. Seth, thank you so much for joining us, man. Of course, pay for good journalism. Go to The Athletic. Of course, uh, we do appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for hanging out.